Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to TC Live, presented all week long by our friends at Whole Foods. The finals are set. And we will get you ready for a spectacular championship Sunday in Rome. A lot to get to over the next half hour as we welcome you into our studios in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weissman back alongside the Hall of Famer, my friend Jim Courier, and over in the big screen, our other Hall of Famer, Andy Roddick. Novak Djokovic, 1,000 wins. He's in the 1K club, Andy. What stood out to you about his win today against Casper Ruud? Well, the, the biggest thing, and I keep comparing against Monte Carlo and against uh, Belgrade, right, because we were a little worried about his form there. But the longer the rallies are going right now for Novak, the better it is for him. And that's vintage Novak. When he forces you, creates a lot of space between himself and his opponent with the depth of shot, obviously the ability to switch directions, makes it so tough to attack him from those deeper positions. And we're seeing that in the extended rallies. There was really no nowhere for Casper Ruud to go unless he was able to hit a big serve and then follow it up with that first strike tennis. Novak totally in control of his game. Uh, he's back as far as I can see. He's doing a really nice job of impersonating this guy, Novak Djokovic, who's been dominating tennis <laughs> in the men's side in the last decade <laughs> from a numbers standpoint. He, he looks – the only thing that, that Andy, I think, is still missing is that closing confidence with his serve. What do you make of that? He's had trouble the last two days finishing sets off. Yeah, it, it, listen, he's a victim of his own shadow. The good news, Jim, is that he's had uh, some breaks to spare along the way. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the first serve percentage, maybe he's not hitting his spots uh, as well as he could. But I, I kind of think there's value in, in kind of almost choking your way through it sometimes and getting those reps before Roland Garros. I actually think there's value in that, something to, to look for. But uh, if you would have told me in Monte Carlo after what we saw and in Serbia what we saw that, you know, three weeks later in Rome, he would be as dialed in as he is uh, from the baseline, uh, able to kind of negotiate between defensive and offensive tennis. And I've been saying it all week, his anticipation with getting to his spots was something that was lacking in Monte Carlo. So if I'm him, obviously we can, we can dial in the serve. That has to be improved. He has a week off. But uh, overall, I think it's a huge win compared to what we've seen so far this year from Novak. All right, we'll have the full highlight later on TC Live. I hope that cake is gluten-free for Novak. Otherwise, you know he, he, he's not participating in, in any of that. That's why you're you, Steve. You're, you're taking all of it in. <laughs> uh, like Frank the Tank, it's time to go streaking. Iga Sviantek has won 26 matches in a row. Two of those have come against Arena Sabalenka, including the Stuttgart final three weeks ago where the world number one dropped just four games on the way to raising her fourth straight trophy. A win today, 11% of her streak would be against Sabalenka. Uh, she would do even better, Andy. She said, this time I wanted to put pressure on my opponent from beginning to end. She accomplished those goals. And, and she has the ability to flatten out that back end return over and over again and take cuts at the second serve return. 
Her opponents are under pressure from the first strike, which is different even than what Spiazza did to win the French Open a couple years ago. And if she's coming in and hitting drop volley winners from one foot inside the service line, it is problems for the field, Steve. Mixing up her serve, extending the court, and obviously this ripper forehand, she has the ability to create spin, get that ball up and down, even off of a slice uh, inside the court. And there wasn't much that Sabalenka could do. Uh, see the double fault there at the end, but Spiazek is uh, in full flight. She's now won 40 of her last 41 sets. Can you hear it for Iga? The streak has gone to 27. I know that after I'm going to be really proud of myself and for sure I'm going to have time to think about um, what I did. But, yeah, I mean, um, I'm just constantly surprising myself that I can do better and better, and I feel like um, I actually can believe now that sky's the limit. So that's the fun part for sure. So Iga Sviatek has now won 27 straight matches. That is the fourth longest streak of the century. Serena Williams won 27 in a row from the 2014 WTA Finals through Madrid the next year. She is the seventh player to reach two finals in Rome before turning 21. The others are either in the Hall of Fame or going there. Well, Aljabur streaking as well. A career-high 10 straight wins, and she's won three in a row against Daria Kazakinajan. Yeah, but this would not be easy. We said her yesterday from Jabur, would she be fresh? She would certainly be feeling it early with the finesse. So, Jabur, we know she's got so many options, and trying to get Kazakina out of her comfort zone was definitely rule number one, able to finish that forehand, gets the late break. And the second set would be a big change. Look at that scoreline. Kazakina, 5-1, is able to flip this thing around. You're thinking maybe Jabor is just worn out from winning Madrid. Maybe she, this is the end of it. She would find another gear here at the end of the match. Look at those wheels. She's thinking, I'm tired. Kazakina's on, on the cusp. She's serving for it. Kazakina would throw in a terrible service game at 5-4, starting with a 50-mile-an-hour into-the-net double fault in the opening point. She was nervous. Would not be able to get it done. Break point number two, Jabur. Here comes the feel. And it feels like we're going into a third set tiebreak. That's exactly where we were going. Jabur, or did we? Did I get the score wrong? It's match point right here. I got the score wrong. Not the first time, won't be the last. Jabur said, I don't think so, Jim. You're wrong. I'm going to the final <laughs> seven five. Uh, she's got more than 800 winners this year that leads the WTA Tour. <laughs> Over 100 of those have come on the drop shot, and she yeah. used that to great effect once again. So, Andy, we've got a 27-match win streak against an 11-match win streak. Iga Sviantek, Angebur, for the title in Rome. Who's going to keep their streak going? I don't know, but I always like seeing the greatest in their profession. Like Jim missing a highlight is like <laughs> Novak missing a second serve return. It makes the rest of us feel good about ourselves. But listen, no going excuses. into this matchup, <laughs> no, no, none needed. Play like Jim, a champion. You, <laughs> All you, yeah, you, you, build, you, build, you build up the credibility. But what I'm interested to see in this matchup with Sviatek and, and, and Jabor is, is Jabor going to be able to take the pace off and hit those drop shots when the ball is coming so heavy, right? Sviatek can hit it through the court on the backhand side. She is just taking flat cuts, different ball flight on the forehand, gets up and away. Is Jabor going to be able to kind of play those finesse shots consistently? Because I kind of want to see which Sviatek is forced to move front to back, uh, not by 
her own decision as opposed to side to side. That's one of the things that Jabor is going to have to test out early. I don't know what the result is going to be and how she's going to handle the weight of shot, right? I can hit a drop shot not well against other players uh, better than I can against someone like Rafa, whose ball is coming through so heavy. So I'll be curious to see how the Jabor drop shot works against Viatek. It's 2-1 head-to-head, Jim, in favor of Angebur. Yeah. But yeah. this is their first meeting on clay. How does this surface affect the dynamic? Well, I, I think Shantek's are, it's arguably her best surface, clay, right? I mean, even though she's played so well everywhere else this year, I think that certainly clay, she feels very much at home. She's looking pretty prescient, taking that week off in Madrid, which opened the door for Jabur to build her confidence. Uh, she's not lost a step, Shantek. She's been crushing people, handing out carbs left and right, breadsticks and bagels. She's going to be fresh. There's no doubt about it. Now, the question is, can Jabor disrupt the way that, that we know she can? And she's going up against I – mean, look, they're both really confident. But Shviantek is like the most purely distilled form of tennis confidence you'll see right now. She's not questioning her tactics at all. It's all instinct, automatic. And the racket head speed belies all the confidence. She is swinging for the fences – in hitting everything over them. It's just a it's a wonderful thing to see. It's an amazing thing for a player to, to ever feel. She's on this magical run. I can't see it stopping tomorrow. Andy nailed it. I think it's going to be very hard for Jabour to be able to change speeds because she's going to be in a crouch position, basically fending off these big body blows shot after shot. Who knows? I could be wrong. I missed a highlight earlier. It's possible. That I could get you knew the winner. Again. You knew the winner. That, that's yeah. all that matters. By the yeah. way, keep, keep an eye on the first set. Angebert 21-0 when winning the first set this year. Yeah. Iga Sviantek 30-0 when winning the first set at a 1,000 event. So whoever wins the first set, good shot at winning the title in Rome. It would not be semifinal Saturday if we didn't have Stefano Tsitsipas and Alexander Zverev playing each other. We've seen them meet in the final four, the last two Masters events, Jim. Yeah, this one went uh, Steph's way. He would go on to win that title in Monte Carlo for the second straight year. Madrid in the altitude. Zverev able to survive a a late problem in the, the second set. And really dominate from the baseline. A lot of big backhand down the lines. Good first serves as always. So uh, he leveled it. And today would be the rubber match. It would indeed. The winner of the first set of this one has won 10 of the last 11. And Andy Zverev got the first break in this match. Yeah, and you see him go with the D. It's still so weird to me to see all of these guys that are six foot six, him, Medvedev, etc., that can move the way they can. And that's really the tell shot for Zverev is that inside in, inside out forehand. If he's able to stick that for winners, he is feeling good about his game. Obviously, he can pump the serve. But listen, Steph has proven he's never going to go away. He's professional all the time. Uh, the way he's able to kind of take this transition for him and move forward up the line, he's been doing great during the clay court season. It's a shot that doesn't get talked about enough. He can get from neutral to offense very well on that forehand side, a la Roger Federer uh, in the prime of his career. Uh, so to the third set we go as Sitsipas sneaks out that second set. Uh, the longer the rallies went in the third set, the more that they favored uh, Steph. And the shot that he was making in the first set, he smothered in the third set, setting that forehand about halfway up the net. Uh, and, and Steph obviously uh, checking down that ball. He used this shot, that short ball, to invite him in in Monte Carlo to great success. Worked again here today in Rome where the conditions are a little slower. Madrid is a little bit faster. But Tsitsipas earned this win, fought through to the end. Two breaks in that final set. Gets his first Rome final. Now leads the tour with 31 wins. He joined Prakash after. Would you consider this the best tennis you've played in your career thus far? I really don't know. I mean, it's it's good. It's looking good so far. Uh, I would also like 
contribute that, you know, to Carlos Alcaraz, which uh, kind of inspires me in a way. He's someone that I think has a very complete game in terms of uh, ground strokes, mixing it up with drop shots. I think his drop shots are great. Uh, he's uh, very mature for his age. And, you know, I, I look a lot at his games and, and, and try and take a few, a few here and there. Um, I think he has a bright future for sure. Uh, we, we, and I want, I want to be like him. I want to be like him. Wow, Stefanos wants to be like Carlos Alcaraz when he grows up. Uh, <laughs> who, who knows? Alcaraz isn't here, and Tsitsipas is in the yeah. final against Novak Djokovic. He's never beaten him on clay or in a final. Let him two sets to love, though, at Roland Garros. What do you make of this well, final? He led him 5-3 in the quarterfinals here last year in the third set and wasn't able to close. Obviously couldn't close from that two-set lead, but he knows he can live with him, right? He knows he's close on, on this surface. Steph is playing beautifully. He's confident. Why not give it a go? I mean, I, I think that the way that Novak is turning that defense into offense is going to be tough for Steph. He's going to have to be really on point, but he has been. So why not? Roll the dice and see what happens. He'll hope to be Alcaraz because Alcaraz was able to beat Djokovic no doubt. on clay. All right, a lot still to get to here on TC Live. Iga Sviantek, of course, the favorite in Paris, but what about the defending champ? We've got the latest on Barbora Krejcikova. Will she be able to defend her title on the Terbat too? TC Live is presented by Whole Foods Market. Nurture your nature by the basket and the cart. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jim, Andy, Steve, back on TC Live, presented by Whole Foods. Entering Roland Garros last year, Barbara Krejcikova had odds of 80-1 to 1 to win it all. She ended up pulling off the double, winning the singles and doubles titles. She just pulled out of Strasbourg, where she won the title last year. She has been out for three months with an arm injury. This was just her fifth time playing singles at a Grand Slam. So let's take a look at our DraftKings odds to win this year. Iga Sviatek, the heavy, heavy favorite here. Andy, who are you putting your money on? Yeah, I mean, I think Sviatek, I would take her versus the field uh, and then some. In a lot of ways, she feels like uh, Rafa felt uh, a lot of the years of, of, of his successes. But uh, obviously, Onjabor has, has played herself into that conversation. Uh, you see the oddsmakers giving uh, a former champion, Simona Halep, a, a, a lot of credit, even though she hasn't made a real deep run in any of these clay court events. But listen, we hope we have our de defending champion, uh, Barbara Kachikova. She's earned the right to defend her title. We hope her body uh, allows her to. I think Sakri might be the best value play there. I mean, I agree that, that Shkantek is the overwhelming favor here, very much like Rafa. But, you know, I think if you, if you want to play the market, so to speak, I think Sakri, she she's getting pretty good value there on that board at 1,600. 
And I think she has the game to do it. I don't know uh, if she's ready to do it, but we didn't think Krejcikova was either. So who knows? If Shiantek has an off day, the floodgates open, the field rushes in, and someone's going to end up with their hands on a really nice trophy. Yeah, and, and somebody not on that list to keep an eye on, Jesse Pagula. No doubt. She's five in the race right yeah. now. You can make some good money on she Jesse Pagula. She knows how to win. She knows how to win. She just wins, baby. <laughs> Speaking of winning, how about the twins back in action today, Andy? Diego Schwartzman. <laughs> John Isner, Team Isnerman, taking on Andre Goyebev and Maximo Gonzalez. All I do is win, hashtag DJ Khaled. That is John Isner, the last couple of months on the doubles court, Steve. Uh, both back, Isner grinding from the baseline on the dirt in the doubles. Fist pumping. It is so much fun to watch uh, how much fun these two are having. Diego walks up to him and says, John, stop talking down to me. Uh, and obviously the bomb from Isner, the close with Diego Schwartzman. It's so much fun to watch. Uh, Isner said, okay, you know, give it up for us. We're awesome. Uh, bounces the return here and another win for Isnerman. I mean, this is just uh, the streak that Isner's on. Doubles ranking far surpassing his singles ranking, which he doesn't like to hear about on our group text anymore. But, hey, you, you know, you are what you are right now, John. Third time this tournament, the Twins would need a match tiebreak, and they pull through. Take a look at this. Isner's going to go for his third Masters title on Sunday, career-high 22 mm-hmm. in doubles right now, Jim. More prize money in doubles, I'm sure, as well. He's, he's basically just earning diaper money in doubles, but his kid's going to be wearing Gucci diapers if he keeps this up. This is incredible. <laughs> Live ranking, going to be inside the top 20, you said, I think. I mean, look, the guy's he's really good at doubles. He always has been. And when he decides to get in there and play, he's proven he can do it with multiple partners. Good for him. Gucci doubles. Gucci diapers. Gucci diapers. Uh, Better than some (laughs) other types. Uh, For a look at the forecast on Championship Sunday, here's Fox Weather. I'm Fox Weather's Amy Freeze. Here's tomorrow's Italian Open forecast. A mix of sun and clouds in Rome with a high of 80 degrees and a light west wind. Enjoy the beautiful weather. For more forecasts, you can download the Fox Weather app or stream Fox Weather from your connected TV device. All right, thank you, Amy. Still to come on TC Live, the highest honor of the day. Who gets our hot shot? Will it be a drop shot? Courier Roddick Weissman back on TC Live. Just eight sleeps until the year's second major. Still plenty of action on the road to Roland Garros. Championship Sunday in Rome tomorrow. To qualifying to multiple events on the ATP and WTA next week. And, of course, don't miss our TC Live preview show from Paris on May 21st. Back to Rome we go. Novak Djokovic playing Casper Ruud under the lights for a spot in his 12th final at this event, Jim. Third meeting between these two, Djokovic 2-0. All these meetings, incidentally, in Italy two years ago. They played in the semis in September. Djokovic winning a tight two-setter. He would break it wide open early with shots like this. Rude desperately trying to get his forehand in play. And Djokovic's balanced attack and defense just too much in the early goings. But uh, from 5-1, Djokovic faltered. Played a shaky service game at 5-3. And uh, at 5-2, excuse me, but was able to hold and was kind of getting into it with the crowd who were trying to get rude, competitive. The second set, Djokovic up on top and breaks for the match here. He really played well. He, he was really solid. He was feisty. He was everything we've come to know and love about Novak out there. 
fourth straight Rome final still hasn't dropped a set. The only one to do that, and he joins this exclusive club, Connors, Federer, Lender, and Nadal. The only ones with 1,000 wins, of course, Martina Chrissy, both in the club on the women's side, both with more than any of these guys. But, Andy, you had more than 600 wins. Tell me, uh, what, what does it mean to join this club of 1,000? I mean, I don't know what it means. And listen, I didn't get there. Jim didn't get there. But these, these five guys are unbelievable. You know, you, you look at it, there's greatness in pockets, right? And then there's greatness over a long, long, long period of time. This is where Novak belongs. And the crazy thing about the, the, the big three is, you know, this was a very short list. Only two people. Then you have three in the same generation. I hope we never take this group for granted. The stats that they put up, we almost feel entitled to their greatness and we should never feel that way what he's done for as long as he's done it has been the dominant player in men's tennis for a decade plus now uh well deserved and uh you know, listen the end's not in sight yet awesome stuff 1,000 wins for novak djokovic billy jean king on the twitter tweeting that 49 years ago bobby riggs beat margaret court which laid the groundwork for the battle of the sexes. And, Jim, it's going to be the 50th anniversary of that next yeah. year. Yeah, and that, that was obviously a monumental moment. But, uh, yeah, Bobby, he beat Margaret badly. And that kind of laid the groundwork for, obviously, all the hype and, and the trash talking. And then Billy just put a beating on Bobby, didn't she? So uh, that was monumental for her. It was monumental for women's sports. Led to things like Title IX. Billy's a legend. Salute, Billy. We love you. Yes, we do indeed. And uh, how about this, Andy? Novak Djokovic says, caption this. What, what, what caption are you giving for uh, Nole sipping the water and nodding his head? Apparently, it was delicious water. He approves of whatever the brand is. That's like free marketing. I'd like to know, you know, me to Ravel for the market, marketing analyst take <laughs> on how much that that's actually work on it, worth on this. But, you know, I don't know. I'm, I, I feel hydrated. I, you know, <laughs> Nothing else is coming to mind. I changed Good molecules water, though, with my mind. Uh, listen, I, I think <laughs> ultimately what he's doing, he's letting the crowd know, you can cheer for the other guy, but I'm the one who's going to dictate the outcome of this match. And guess what? I ain't losing, y'all. So you can uh, you take that and uh, pipe, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Appreciate Something like that. <laughs> I, I, I like the Darren Ravel name drop there, Andy. Uh, James Blake, yeah. by the way, playing pickleball with Golden Tate. NFL star taking on Larry Fitzgerald. They need another tennis player, and, and James is asking for you, Andy. Do you want to participate in this? No, I don't, um, and not even a little bit. Um, <laughs> I texted James right, right back, and I said, don't, don't just throw my name out there and try the pressure campaign on Twitter. I am out. Marty seems interested, though. That would be, be a great team. Marty's probably better at those type of games anyways. You know, James' first pick was his mom, Betty, but the problem for him is Betty's consistent partner in Tampa – is my mom, Linda, and they are unbeatable, <laughs> apparently, in the Avila gated community they live in. So James needed some, uh, some other help, so that's where he came for you guys. You guys were definitely not the first choice. Linda Courier, Betty Blake, they, they, are, they are legends down there in Florida. Tough. <laughs> don't don't want to mess with them on the pickleball court. All right, we're going to come back, wrap up TC Live, presented by Whole Foods, just a moment. Got some preview action on tomorrow's title matches. Back on TC Live, our Whole Foods tournament summary all about the streaks. Iga Sviantek, 27 in a row, will take on Angebur in the title match. She's won 11 straight. And how about the 1K club for Novak Djokovic? Fifth member on the men's side, 
We'll take on Stefano Tsitsipas in the final coming up on Sunday. Hot shot of the day, Jim. Came from that semifinal between the Greek and Zverev. Yeah, the overhead from uh, Sasha. And look at this charge from Steph up there. The drop volley. Sasha's there. And then look. Can he get there? No. Lost my voice. Andy, take over. <laughs> that, I'm having that, a hell that of a show. That sounds really good. <laughs> it's, it's all right. We've all we've all missed before, but you see, Sitsi Boss, that sneak right there. That was that was old school, sneaking in off the lob, and then uh, finishing the point off. If you're Vera, you're pretty upset about that. You're even more upset than Jim about his cough right now. Jim, Jim needs some of that Djokovic water. Whatever brand that yeah. people <laughs> that, that is. That was the wrong get, pipe. Get that so courier. Championship Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern here on Tennis Channel. Viantek <laughs> Javert, followed by Djokovic. We're going to send it out to Danny and Precaution Rome so, so Jim can catch his breath. All right, Steve, back here at the DraftKings Tennis Channel desk. B. Diddy, we've got a great women's final on our hands for Championship Sunday. We've got Anjabor back in the title fight here for the second straight week. And, and of course, Iga Sviantek on this crazy win streak. So who is lifting the trophy? Well, it's going to be a special result either way. Ons does have the two-to-one head-to-head, albeit the two wins coming on grass and hard. But I think there's some positives she can take away from it. Key to for her, variety, variety, variety. The one thing is she can't have any let-ups. Slow start against Sakari, second set against Kasatkina. Can't have any of that in the final. Javor does lead the head-to-head, though. This is going to be a very exciting championship Sunday. And Prakash and I will be here to start off your day at 7 a.m. Eastern. Can't wait. Y'all been crushing it all week long. Andy, uh, pick a final, any final, and, and what do you want to tell us about it? Yeah, I, well, one, that she mentioned the head-to-head matchup with Jabor and, and, and Sviatek, and I think that's a little deceiving, right? Sviatek has completely transformed her game and added this kind of blunt force trauma of aggression to her game where she doesn't even let you breathe. She kind of smothers her opponents now. So I'm guessing those previous matchups probably resulted in Sviatek playing more balls, running bo- more balls down, which allows Jabor to be a little bit more aggressive, to take her shots, to mix in the drop shots. I don't think that's going to translate with this new style that Sviatek has committed to and is executing, by the way. So I, I don't put a lot of stock in the, the losing head-to-head record uh, for, for Sviatek right now. I think she, uh, I think she takes the title. Here's an interesting take on Tsitsipas. If he wins tomorrow, he's the Monte Carlo champion, semifinals Madrid, Rome champion, and he will undoubtedly not be the favorite for Roland Garros, no matter what. Even if he wins tomorrow, you got to figure Alcaraz is going to be rated higher than he is. Isn't that interesting to think about how things have shifted along this clay court season that, that a player like Carlos can come in and just sort of kind of – and obviously Rafa's injury changes that, everything. We heard from Steph. Carlos is kind of his idol. Yeah. He, he wants to be like Carlos. <laughs> Andy, Jim, thanks again for a wonderful show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to TC Live. And, of course, our coverage from Rome continues next right here on Tennis Channel.